Welcome to another episode of <coughs> Ruminations from Pardes. Continuing reading from the book, The Month of Shabbat by Dove Bear Pinson. Elevating Eating and To Be Shabbat. <coughs> Seasons of the Year. As mentioned previously, Shabbat is technically a winter month, but it is also understood as being a time of transition between the depths of winter and the hidden stirrings of spring. In the land of Israel, the sages teach us that during the month of Shabbat, after a long winter period of dormancy, the sap begins to flow in the trees again. What has been in hibernation and held in reserve due to a cold of winter is roused afresh during the month of Shabbat, returning a sense of vitality to the natural world. <laughs> we too experience this shuttle shift, especially if we take time, take the time to tap into and appreciate it. This is one of the main purposes of To Be Shabbat, to sensitize us to what is happening in the world around us and to help us realize that as a human is like a tree, the same dynamic shifts are occurring within us as well. This particular seasonal dynamic also has an impact on our relation to food and eating. When the weather is hot, people tend to eat less. This is one reason why many people tend to lose weight in the summer. In the winter months, people are more inclined to enjoy food in abundance as their bodies seek to bulk up to keep warm. When it is very cold, however, in the depth of winter, it is more difficult to enjoy one's food. At this time, it is basically too cold to enjoy anything. Our systems, in a certain sense, power down and pull on reserves during the dead of winter. Tevis, which is the month before Shabbat, is the coldest month of the year. When Shabbat comes, the intensity of the cold begins to subside. During this period, when it is cold, but not bitterly cold, people start to focus on food again. Life begins to return, the sap begins to flow, spring and all the vibrancy and physicality it entails is on its way. Because of this, the sages instituted the fast of Shovavim, as it means to gain mastery over our eating habits and to create a tikkun for our relationship to food in general. Shabbat is a perfect time to work on our physical appetites as we prepare for the inevitable abundance and temptations of the approaching warmer months. We will now explore and expand many of the basic concepts developed above within the context of Tubi Shabbat, the signature holiday of the month of Shabbat. The holiday of the month, Tubi Shabbat, the New Year of Trees. The holidays that occur throughout the year should be understood as specific times set aside for each of us to experience and put into practice the theoretical and spiritual teachings of the Torah relating to each month as revealed by the sages. This form of amplified experience is akin to a kind of spiritual practice in which we seek to develop a specific skill or capacity within a given time frame. The particular skill or capacity that we develop within the ritual context of a specific holiday is then obviously meant to be integrated into the rest of our life on a daily basis. For instance, we are not meant to only access joy on Purim or liberation during Pesach, 
These are qualities that inform and inspire our lives throughout the calendar year. Each holiday is thus a special time for us to deepen our ability to access the unique attributes represented within the particular holidays for the betterment of our life as a whole. The translation of the word Shabbat as a rod of judgment alludes to a day of judgment or Rosh Hashanah of sorts. Specifically, Tubi Shabbat is the Rosh Hashanah of the fruit tree, Rosh Hashanah 1-1. Nevertheless, according to some of our sages, the actual judgment day for our trees may occur much earlier in the year, perhaps on Sukkot, or even on Rosh Hashanah proper, Rosh Hashanah 16a. In what sense, then, is Tubi Shabbat considered a new beginning for the trees? And what does this have to do with us? Furthermore, Rosh Hashanah proper, which occurs on the first of Tishrei, is typically thought of as a birthday of the world or of humanity. So what does it mean that there are multiple New Years, so to speak? And how do these different New Years observances relate to one another? In the Talmud, there is a discussion about whether the world, humanity, was created in the fall on the first of Tishrei or in the spring, on the first in Nisan. According to the deeper teachings, Tosafos, Rosh Hashanah 27a, these two positions are not mutually exclusive. In the fall, on the first of Tishrei, the idea of humanity was conceived. In the spring, on the first in Nisan, the actual world, human, was born. Essentially, these dates are two paradigmatic points in the developmental process of impregnation gestation and birth of a seed idea on its way to becoming an actual tree or fruit, i.e. world human. But what does this have to do with Tubi Shabbat? Let's go deeper. In the cycle of the year, Tubi Shabbat, the 15th day of Shabbat, is exactly opposite Tubi Av, the 15th day of the summer month of Av. Tubi Av is 40 days before the 25th of Elul, which is considered day one of creation, the birthday of the world. Rosh Hashanah, which occurs five days later, thus celebrates the creation of Adam and Hava, i.e. humanity, on the first day of the month of Tishrei, considered the sixth day of creation. Tubayav, which is the ancient holiday when single Israelite men and women would go out to the field to find their soulmates, is thus 40 days before the conception of the seed idea of creating the world and humanity, which occurred on the 25th of Elul. Tubiyav thus represents the falling in love and building of desire phase that precedes the conception of creation, metaphorically speaking. Following this thread, we find that Tubishavat is 40 days before the 25th of Adar, which parallels the 25th of Elul, when the seed idea of the world was planted with in Hashem's fertile mind and heart, so to speak. Tubi Shabbat is thus 40 days before the world and humanity were actually born. This represents the time when the idea starts to feel real. When parents say to themselves, this is actually happening. We better get prepared. In short, Tubi Shabbat is the time when we prepare for the inevitable emergence of a new physical reality and the demands it places upon us. 
In psychoseasonal terms, this refers to the rebirth of nature that occurs in spring, which correspondingly presents us with many new joys and challenges, one of which is how we will interact with all the new bounty and beauty that will blossom in the near future. Tubi Shabbat provides us with an opportunity to focus on rectifying and rebalancing our relationship to food specifically and our physical appetites in general. Tubi Shabbat thus empowers us to expand Kedusha and spiritually, spirituality into the physical dimensions of our lives. This day revives us from the dead of winter and blesses us with a chance for a new beginning at the decisive fulcrum of our lives the primal act of eating.